0: Bomb podcast. The Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. All right. All right. All
1: right. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, we were we were having a conversation, and we, it was coming from, uh, the book, the Get Out date, on um, the story of T's life, and we were supposed to be coming back the following week, but we had a, you know, guest in the
0: house. You keep and so talking we, about we supposed to.
1: Well, I'm sorry, I we ain't supposed, supposed to. to do nothing. All right, whatever. So anyway. We're gonna carry on the conversation <laughs> that I said that we were gonna carry on and I neglected to. T keep telling me I need to stop being time dated, but you know.
0: I'm saying he keep trying to tell tell us, tell people when we gonna post and what we gonna say and all that, I'm like let it flow well, a little bit.
1: But anyway, that's how my brain works, when it worked. But anyway, um, so we, we talked about the Get Out Date, the book, um, and talked about the lessons of intentionality that were used in T's upbringing um, from I guess the day before his birth, the book started out the day before his birth and went through right. um, graduation. But one of the key components and one of the things that I was gonna discuss during that particular talk was the bridge, the barracks, and the dormitory. Right, interesting and, concept. Very interesting concept. Don't even know where it came from, but it hit me like a ton of bricks.
0: Right.
1: And so uh, T's whole life, uh, I would always I would always tell him, he had a get out date. Um, probably about the age of two, we started telling T, he had a get out date. Well, I started telling T, he had a get out date. And then from there... Um, which remind them what the Get Out Date is. Oh, the Get Out
0: Date. Uh, the book I guess oh, that's my job. Thank man. you, I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright, so the Get Out Date, from my point of view. So the Get Out Date, basically, uh, which is also what the book was named after. But the Get Out Date is, ever since I was around the age of two, uh, my father me. has been telling me that or was telling me, that when I turned 18, August 11th, 2018, that I had three options. Yes, three. And those options would be either, um, which the interesting way is, the, the dormitory, as in going off to school, uh, the barracks, as in going off to um, to join the military, or the bridge. Because it wasn't going to stay with me. Right. Which is what, the bridge is whatever. Yeah, bridge symbolizes like homeless. homeless. But also, it's like if you decide to work, all of that you figuring out your own way. Right, right. Um, he wasn't so, gonna stay with me. Right, basically was the the premise of that. That I wasn't gonna be with him when I turned eighteen. So that's what the whole get out date is about. Right, and I get, we wanted to take more time to discuss um, the concept of the bridge the barracks, the dormitory, and. What kind of went into that thought process? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I still ascribe to it, even though mm-hmm. COVID kind of upset my apple cart, but I still kind of ascribe You're to right, it. Bro. And uh, it, it's interesting because a lot of people, when I would tell, tell them about it, they be would, upset. they'd be real upset. Like they'd go in hard on me because of it. And so, um, just to let them know and, and to let you, the listening audience, know, there was really some thought put into it. And so, like, like, like T said, we're going to actually go into it. And so the first thought was the bridge, and 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 really the bridge it could be a bridge to your own life, um, but I I, I I'm a visual person, and so it uh, it meant really he was not going to stay with me. Um, we've been setting T up again intentionally from from birth to branch out on his own, and they even have this old African proverb to say two man crab can't live in the same hole, and so I understood that I was raising T. My bad, man. I was raising T to um, be a man and make his own decisions and be independent or more interdependent and then independent and it would be really difficult at that given time for him to remain under my rule. And unfortunately, I think as a man, as a man of the house, it's important that you have a rule. Mm -hmm. And I wanted him to get to a point where he had his own rule and so, understanding that the bridge really, really stood for, bro, you got to get your own. Um, you got anything to say about that?
0: Um, yeah, because when at first, at first I kind of disagreed with you. I know you always do. Um, not, not in life with the concept and all that, but just now. Okay. Uh, You were talking about how, like it'd be hard to live under um, the rule, I guess. uh uh-huh. Which even, I feel like with, with, covid and the pandemic and all that me being here i felt like it showed that it wasn't necessarily hard as far as combating rule um but i feel at least i feel mm-hmm. like it's more of a it's time to create your own and not rely on what was what's already been created or somebody else's system and started getting in the mindset or be ready to be in that mindset at 18 of you're creating your own. Um. I mean, say what you want. I,
1: I, look, I was gonna, wait, I was gonna wait and let I mean, you talk.
0: You just, you just keep smirking at me. I, well, cause he, see, here is the thing
1: though. If you think about it, so and 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 it's, it's not a sum zero thing. Cause I mean, sometimes you know, uh, if we want something like we want pizza or something like that, you'll order pizza and you'll pay for. But like, I'm grocery shopping, bro. I'm bringing the groceries in the house. One thing I always kill you about, man. You're like I buy cheese, man, and you go through all your cheese and then start eating up my cheese too. That I kind mean, of eat stuff. Your cheese. Say what? I said, I barely eat your cheese, book. Oh, go, man. Go but ahead. But anyway, but like, so so the thing is, setting you up for dependence or independence is all about you paying bills, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you being to a place where you're really launching out and being this independent minded person that could, that thinks about first, my responsibility and second, my comfortability. Mm-hmm. And I just made that yeah. up, man, but that was kind of sweet. I like it. I might have to write a book on that. Yeah, whatever. But 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 first of all, your responsibility and then your comfortability right. because that's the way I think a man should think. And I'm not saying that's not the way a, a woman should think, but I know as a man and, 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 and taking on the role of being the head of the household, I think of responsibility first and comfortability second. And so the thing that I would want for you at this time in your life is to think responsibility first and comfortability mm-hmm. second. And the one thing I can say that you're not doing now is taking responsibility first and comfortability second. And it's not that you're doing a bad job, but it's just that that's the that's the level
0: that so I would want. You this to This is get. what I was saying. Go ahead, I'm listening. Because you, you just went all the way off. To My the brother, side. you don't want
1: you invited me to talk because no. you didn't like the way I was looking at you. What I was saying was whatever
0: is exactly what you just said. Uh huh. Basically, I was saying it's not about the because then you get into oh it's situational like we might not be butting heads. It wasn't about us. Okay, we were both yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, grown yeah. butting heads when I turned 18. It was more about it's time to get your own when you turn 18. Right, which is the average. That's yeah. the point I was trying to make. Okay. Right. Well
1: then why didn't you say you
0: agree with me, man? Do I have to say I have to agree? agree I, I, should, I, I mean, you, was you was can re- listen <laughs> to what I'm saying. Well, I
1: thought you were rebutting me, so yeah, I was I wasn't trying rebutting to help you, you out. All right. I was just
0: saying. Well, I mean, I, I will give you that. I did say at first I didn't agree with you. <laughs> I'll you. give you that. Thank you. I was um talking about that specific part of it of what you said. but But I agree with all that whole spiel of what you just said—it's about being, even just with um, you starting off telling me when I was younger, it wasn't just something that I was thrust into, right? It's preparing somebody like to know you're working towards, like, exactly You're right. developing that mentality every day, so that when you get there, like you know, far enough in advance to be preparing yourself for this. Yeah, that now the world looks a little different. Right, it's responsibility first, comfortability second, yeah. as you said.
1: Yeah, I like that. But and that's the thing, you know, it, it was all about. It was never about you saying like dropping you off at the bridge and saying, "Look, you gotta live outside." Mm-hmm. It was really about preparing you. And even even to the point that we had a conversation, I guess around your eighth grade, ninth grade year, where we even talked about like what does each one of those things look like. Right. Like if you we decide, it out. yeah, we scoped like if you don't, if you decide you don't want to go to college, what does not going to college look like? How much money do you need to sustain yourself? What are you going to do? What are your streams of revenue going to be that going to help you to get to that amount of money so that you can sustain yourself? And so everything that we did up to that point was actually really about preparing you that if you decided, hey, I mean, and, and and really the bridge denoted not going in the military and not going to college. right? And so preparing you so that if you decided not to go in the military and not go to college, then um, you'd be prepared because I, I the last thing I want you to do is just drop off.
0: Right, I feel like that's what a lot of people were like having problems about. Were harping about was the bridge, that whole concept of the bridge. Which the bridge was really Mm-mm. more so than saying you're gonna be homeless if you don't do these two things. It was L- know that this is for real, right? Like even if you're going to stay under a bridge, it's not here, right. right? Set yourself up to do something different. Exactly. Like, even right. if you're not, you don't prepare yourself, and it's a bridge know that that's the consequence that you now have for yourself.
1: Right, and you were in full choice when you did it. Right. And so, yeah, that's cool. So, the bridge was the first and the barracks was the second one, Um, and, we, and we've talked on a, a, a podcast or two about even the, the going in the military thing, and it's not that I'm for or against going in the military, because I did a little time, I say a little time. <laughs> um, Military's not for everybody. Right. It's not for everybody, and I don't think that we raised you, um. I'm not saying that you, we we didn't raise you patriotic, but I don't think we raised you with the mindset of going in the military. Um, I don't think because to me it takes a certain, um,
0: humbling, humbling mindset. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, so I would say, I mean, it's just a different type of preparation and mentality. Yeah, yeah. I guess is what it is. Um, and it's not. I mean, sure, it's the same problem you had. Yeah. Um, very independent, wanting to do your own thing. Right. Um entrepreneurial spirit. Entrepreneurial spirit is the biggest thing. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah.
1: And that, and that's and that's the way we raised you. And so I it, it, you know, again, going in the military, we even we, we made sure that you prepare for the military. Mm-hmm. Took the ASVAB, knocked the world out of the ASVAB. You did a great job on the ASVAB. Even looking at like if you go in the military what would you be doing if you went in the military? So we've, we've explored those options.
0: We explored all of them pretty thoroughly.
1: Yeah, but I just didn't think that the military would be— That would
0: probably be, was the least likely. Yeah, that's a, that's the, the last three. resort.
1: That's the last resort. Mm-hmm. And not even from a serving-your-country perspective, but just from being an adequate fit. Because, you know, we're all about fit. We're all about, you know, what's what your purpose to do mm-hmm. and— you know, being in your passion and stuff like that. And probably so so been my least adequate fit. Yeah, you had have been your least adequate fit. And so, but but that was, that was still an option. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing it would've gave you was, I mean, we used to say three hots and a cot. It would've gave you three hots and a cot. We would've, it would've made sure that you had the ability to make money um, by being told what to do and doing what somebody told you to do and you'd have somewhere to stay. And so we wouldn't have anything to worry about. So that's why that second option was out there. So you go to the bridge, you know, and do your, you know, do your own thing. You can go to the barracks where they can tell you what you are supposed to do and you can sustain yourself that way. Or the final one, the dormitory. Mm-hmm. Um Which is where I ended up at. Which is where you ended up
0: at, at reluctantly. But anyway, that's where You know, he... it's funny. That I thought that too. I just didn't say it. Okay. I wasn't gonna say reluctantly, but Go ahead. Oh, I mean I... I was just gonna say reluctantly. Why? Some way you said it. You no, said why? Yeah, well, why reluctantly? Um, why was it reluctantly? That's a great question. It it wasn't necessarily reluctantly. Um, it was more of a business decision than a personal comfort decision. I guess almost because <laughs> what.
1: And then I, the thought that that was a bailout plan was the thought that went through my head. But anyway.
0: Yeah, almost. Um, because for me, like, especially because I did music, uh-huh. my thing was like, I'm doing music now, and I could... You don't necessarily need a degree to do music. Right, right. Was um, my initial thought about it. Um, But I mean, my whole life I've been preparing and preparing to be in college, taking the SATs early, visiting colleges and all that. And so... It was really well, how do I want to handle my matriculation into this next phase of my life basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i um just through thinking about it and even talking about it, and I was looking at the, plotting out the three different things, I was like this was probably the most viable option mm-hmm. for me to um set myself up to do th- what I want to do okay um even just with like. Having that microcosm of life before going into life, right, because that was an option that was available to me, right um so yeah I you know and 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 just kind of
1: explore for a little bit again at the end at the end of the day, we were always intentional, and so we want to make sure that we set you up so that all of those were your options, like not going to college was an option, going to the military an option was an option, going to college was an option. I think college was the easier option for you.
0: Honestly, I think it was the best option for
1: me. I know it was the best option for you, and I'm not. I mean, and and and, and honestly, like you know, I'm not a big. I'm not. I'm not anti college, but like not college for college sake. Yeah, I'm, I don't believe in college for college sake. I did think it was the best thing for you because the one thing about music, I mean, a lot of people will tell you know, that, like you said, you don't necessarily need music to go to college, but it broadens your horizon as as it pertains to music. It <laughs> it, it it man, look, it gives you. A world of options as it pertains to music. Because if you think about it, um, you, you, music has always been a part of your life. And you always knew where you wanted to go with music. And so, here's the thing about college. College, it is a microcosm of life, but co- college is also a smorgasbord, right? And so, what it does is it puts you in an environment where you can learn so much on a higher order of thinking about so many different things. And so even if, if you just look at attacking going into college for music, um, before you went to college, there, you had a, a clear idea of what you want to do with music based upon what you have been exposed to. When you go off to college, now you're being exposed to more things in music that it may, may include things that you never knew existed, may include things that you never even thought about. Uh, and, and so for me, and, I, and, I'm not, and whether you've gotten to that at this point in your college career, not doesn't matter. It's the point that it does open you up to those things.
0: So, Go I'm gonna agree with you in premise. Oh, love. whatever, man. I agree with you in premise. I just um, disagree. Is harsh word for the way I feel a little bit. I'm gonna agree in premise, but disagree necessarily in my situation. Yeah. I don't think that 100% pertains to my situation. Um, For me, first of all, I think high school was great for me when it came to music. Just even, I don't know, just having having music being a backbone of my life. But it's because you went to a specialty high school. Well, I'm just saying, because I've been doing stuff with music for so mm-hmm. long, I got to see so many different avenues. Mm-hmm. Things from like, I don't know, I started off playing piano, and then I got into DJing and producing, and I, I was in choir at school and saw how that whole... Like there's a community, like there's so many different pockets of stuff that you don't really see until you're part of that. And so I think that was great for me, which I think I've seen me personally less of that in college, but I will say, um, when I'm talking about, I think college was the best option for me. I think that it was the best option for me more for, um, I guess a matriculation standpoint, the way I was talking about it, uh, a maturity standpoint, getting to see, um, I guess life differently, socially, different things like that. I got to experience or, or gain new experience and exposure for life. And I got to mature at college, which is what I think um, college has served me almost. Or I, I think it served me best in that way. Okay.
1: That was a period? Yeah, that was a period. All right, so, so, okay, I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you and I won't disagree with you, but what I will say is, I still don't think you scratched the surface of what college can do for you. Um, but just by virtue of the fact that you, well, you kinda agree with what I said, and not that I need you to agree with me, but like, just say for instance, when you first went to college, you did so well on the, um, I guess the SAT, that coming in, they were, they were saying like, if you want to do, uh, do praxis or do teaching, that you, you could opt out of the first practice and you just had to take the subject matter practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, teaching, before college, teaching wasn't, I mean, we, t- we, we, we talked about you educating people on you know music and chords and that based upon you being in choir and you, you being in music theory and you working on an album and you bringing in artists and you trying to help them to develop so that they can be all, that they could be on the project that you were working on. But even, you know, just just having the ability to get the additional learning that will allow for you to go in the classroom, even if you don't
0: want to. Because if you think about it, again, intentionality, go ahead. So this is why I'm getting back to, I agree with you in premise. Okay. I just don't necessarily agree for my situation. Because the same way, like, I feel like it's a great opportunity for you to get to learn new things, see different avenues, things like that, get to talk to professionals in the field. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I agree with that. I just didn't necessarily agree in my uh, in my situation specifically. I understand to that full extent. I understand, but I mean,
1: this ain't about me. You're right. It ain't about you because where I was going with that was this is about the people. This is what I. uh, This is what I wish you would have taken advantage of, or would take advantage of. Because okay, again, if if you think if you think about the way this whole, this whole thing is set up, the bridge, the barracks, or the dormitory, right? The choice is yours, but the preparation for the choice was ours. And so we made sure we prepared you so that whether you want to go to the bridge, the barracks, or the dormitory, you were primed to do either of the three, okay? And so if I look at you going to now the dormitory, now that you're at the dormitory, is now making sure that you, which we have no control over now, but trying to get you to take advantage of everything while you're there because once you leap from there, want to make sure that you have the option of doing A, B, and C, not having to choose A, B, or C. And so that's what I was saying. Like going off to college gave you that opportunity because it was a board. And not only for me, and again, I don't have control over this, but in, in looking at it, saying take advantage of A, take advantage of B, take advantage of C. Because for me, versatility is the key. It's being versatile and being put in a position where you can do any of them in case you need to or in case you want to. Go ahead. I don't have anything to say. You was going to say something a few minutes ago. You done with that? That was a few minutes ago. How you get? Man, look. Anyway, so that, that, that's the whole point. So so the bridge, the barriers, of the dormitory, that's basically what we were talking about. It was like, you know, giving you and preparing you for every option that you were going to need by the time you turn 18 or by the time you got to be a bona fide young man so that you can strike off on your own and do what you wanted to do. Well, it's put up your own single. Um, whether it was go, you know, put on, put on, you know, a military uniform, or whether it's what you did was to go off of college and and um, further your knowledge.
0: I understand that. That's why I was trying to move past that. I ain't In about ahead. speaking about it. For me, we're trying to explain the concept to the people. So I'm trying to move on to the concept.
1: All right, go ahead. Move go on to the concept.
0: Um. So another thing that I wanted to talk about, speaking uh, on the concept, is we were having a conversation. I guess the day that we did that podcast, when we kind of brought up the idea of the bridge, the barracks in the dormitory, I'm mm-hmm. um, just talking about how to even phrase that. Um, Basically, I guess a need for that point of your life, that portion of your life, this segment in your life. A need for so, that transition. Uh, a need for a Bridge barracks, dormitory uh-huh. Uh-huh. moment in uh-huh. your life. Okay. I think. Okay. Um and so just talking about what we were talking about moving away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh even in the um movie we just watched. What movie? Uh was it failure to launch? What was it? Yep. Yeah, failure to launch the one with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Okay, failure to we launch. We just which is ironic. Uh huh, ironic. But um just a moment of you have to make that decision to step out on your own right? so that you can build the foundation in which you can stand on yourself instead of continuing to be comfortable in the foundation that was set for you. Right. Right. So, so, and it, this, I, I got,
1: I, I have a thought about it. Um, And then there's so many different thoughts around that thought. So my first thought personally, and this is what I've always described to, and this was even before you were born because I've been working with, Um, youth for for a long time now. I've always felt like once you turn eighteen or seventeen or that graduation from high school, you should leave home. Mm -hmm. I've always felt that way. Um, male, female, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, yes, (laughs) girl or boy, you know, it is male, female. Okay, male, female. Like, like it doesn't matter. I think I think you should leave home. And and even you know, when I was when I was dealing with high school students way back when, I used to tell their parents, you know, at least let them go off to college for the first year, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and and I do understand that it's not a sum zero. Like e- everybody's not mature enough to leave home and everybody's go to college. Everybody's situation yeah. is different. Everybody's situation is different. But as a rule, I think it's important for um a young adult to strike out on their own, so so that they can feel their own metal, so that they can they can put it. they can gain gain their sea legs. And like even we can use you for an example. T like I thought it was very important for you to leave home and you did. And and because of COVID, you had an opportunity to come back, and now we we we, we we're, we're at a different place. Um, you and I, um, we talked about it a little bit, um, with, with, with um Tony Tony Anthony Smith, and them. we was talking about you know being that being that coach for you. And mm-hmm. so now I'm able to sit back now and coach you as opposed to father you. But you going off from home served a very great purpose because all the things that I was telling you, you were able to test the ones that you wanted to test. All the things that you thought you knew for yourself, you were able to test them and prove them for yourself, and so it makes you a more rounded and solid person.
0: Can't have anything to say.
1: Okay, and so, um, so I think I think it's very important that um, you set yourself up, and 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 so the other the, the things that I was saying that were around that because like everybody don't want to set themselves up. Some some people want to just be, well, no, they want to live dependent, but they want to. Um, make independent decisions. Yeah, and that that bothers me. That bothers I, I me. I can jump in there. Go ahead.
0: Um, so, uh, kind of like, almost in the same with what you were talking about, you felt like students should go off to college at least for that first year. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's necessary for you to remove yourself from, um, that comfortable position. Hmm. Um, a, a comfortable. Remove yourself from a place where it becomes just easy to fall back on something instead of standing on your own. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Because exactly if right. you, I mean, that, that's just setting you up to to prepare you to be independent later in life mm-hmm. f- as you go into life. Because if you put yourself in a place where you're naturally just, you fall back every time, then you're never going to gain the ability to stand up on your own. So that's why I think it's important no matter how far you go or where you choose to go, it doesn't have to be for school or whatever, you need to um remove yourself from the just i guess that consistent comfortable situation that you've been in or what consistent situation, whether it's comfortable or not, just go someplace to change your outlook right
1: right um, grow
0: up right <laughs> uh it is interesting and i and I'm sitting up here and i'm trying
1: to, i'm trying to figure out a way to say it and be politically correct so if you think yeah, okay. about it, got to be PC for me. I Well, I mean, and, 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 and I'm well, just for, for, for people listening to this, because I don't want them to think I'm going off on a deep end, but I was just thinking about it. And I'm visualizing it. Like, I was going to say, first of all, see, girls mature quicker than guys. That's what I was going to say, right? I have and, a lot
0: on that. Okay, see, that's a different story.
1: But, but well, what I was going to go with that is like, I'm, I'm so I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, like, for some guys, it's like we don't want to grow up. And so we want to make those independent decisions again. But we want to be dependent, or we want to continue to get hold our hands out for our allow parents. Go ahead, quick. say what I say. Allow me to
0: rebut go real butt. Go ahead, quick. Man. go ahead, go ahead. Um, I, I agree, but I disagree. Oh, Lord, yeah. Go ahead. Which is always what I say. It is. I see both sides, you know. Uh huh. Like Chanel. Uh huh. Um, what was I gonna say? Don't know. Oh, I don't necessarily feel like. Girls mature faster than guys. I feel like they're pushed to mature faster than guys.
1: Well, I was that's what I was gonna go. They do mature faster than guys, by the way. That's 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 um scientific so, But now, anyway.
0: You're talking about I'm not talking about that watch the stuff, man. Um you're talking about like brain function, mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I feel like women have a certain societal pressure that pushes them towards being m- mature and more mature. Um mm-hmm. uh, more so than just Naturally, they want to take on a role more responsibility more right. responsibility. I feel like they're pushed towards that because they're expected not to play around like boys do
1: I agree with you I agree with
0: um, you um but i mean that that's just that's that's over there that's something different but i I feel like i don't know I feel like it doesn't really rely on like gender or anything like that. Well, everybody needs to make a step.
1: No, I agree with you. I agree I, I well, that, that's my thing. I agree 100%.
0: Like everybody needs to make that step. Where I was going
1: to go with that though is this. So, and this is the this is the PC part. This is a politically correct part that I was thinking about. So, if you think about it. So, and it this falls in a a a two-parent household or a one-parent household, single female head of household. Household. So, for some reason the mother and the daughter have a contentious relationship, okay, have a different relationship than the mother and the son, mm-hmm. right? And so the mother coddles the son, but like you were saying, she pushes the daughter to be responsible and not play around the way she will allow the son to do it, which Ooh, is where I, I was going. About All right, go ahead.
0: go ahead. Um, I don't... Well... I think it's just I think it's a gender thing, what do you mean, not as far as based on your gender, but I think like as you, my father mm-hmm. to me being your son, mm-hmm. I think that's a re- a bond of that style of relationship mm-hmm. versus a father with a daughter, and I feel like it's the same thing with a mother, no, you're right to a daughter, no, you're absolutely right to a son, you're absolutely that's what right I was gonna say to that, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, that and that, which is why I was able to make that statement. It's kinda like um, like. How, even how you're talking about early and like this is you see this as a marker of a man or like a man needs to do this Th- yes sir that. Yes, yes sir so yes, when sir. you're talking to your son it's like all right I'm speaking to you based on I was there I know how to grow up and how you're supposed to grow up in this mm-hmm. um in this role I guess and so you will which you won't have the same as with the daughter right because as which a is daughter why a mother will be harder on the daughter there you, she there, there, that's more. where I was going that's yeah. where I was going
1: that's exactly where I was going. And 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 I was saying it from the perspective of because if, I mean, you have two-parent households and so you have that mother-daughter dynamic in a two-parent household, but then more often than not, if it's a one-parent household, it's a female head of household right. and you still got that mother-daughter dynamic. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And so more often than not, the female or the, the um, young lady- uh, Where's
0: the dude become a baby? Yeah. What? Huh? What'd you say? I said, where's the dude become a baby? Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. so that was it. I, I was jumping
1: there. Oh, you was jumping the gun. All right, cool. So, so yeah, so I, it's still, I guess we agree role upon- Role models
0: that. are important.
1: Role models are important. Why are we in role models?
0: But anyway, we agree to the fact know. that- um, it's, I was about to have a conversation about this. Go ahead. I, think, I think I'm going to have it tomorrow. Okay,
1: don't no, have we're it. We're going to
0: talk about it on Clubhouse. Okay, on Clubhouse. You going to you gonna
1: invite me to Clubhouse to talk about
0: it? Dang, that's a long stare. So anyway- All right. No, no, no. This is what it was. So it's based on something specific that you're not privy to.
1: It's based upon something specific that I'm not privy to.
0: Yeah. All right. It's a conversation continuing for something that happened that you weren't there for. Okay. Yeah. I was.
1: I'm. I'm. Look, man. I can take rejection. I'm good.
0: All right. You rejected then.
1: All right. Cool. So. Um. But. But, but, the, but. The basic premise of what we're saying. I mean, the bridge, the barriers, the dormitory. It. It was a marker for a point of time in T's life. For yeah, in T's life. Yeah, we did. When he, in T's life is when he hit 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just so happens that turn, him turning 18 coincided with the time for him to actually leave to go off to college. Which, yeah, I mean, if you get the book and him. read the book, man, it's, it's a great read, I done told you, you can get on Amazon. <laughs> but what, what happened during that time, he actually decided to launch out and leave early. Right. And so, for me, it was a bittersweet moment and it brought me to tears. Um, it was a bittersweet moment because that meant that he fully understand and accepted his role, or his his responsibility, or his charge, he mm-hmm. he fully understood and accepted his charge to strike out on his own, and he wanted to do it on his own merit, and he did it before he turned eighteen or before August 11, twenty eighteen. Yes, he wasn't waiting around. And so that that was, I mean, as a father, that was like the great. That was the greatest thing because it meant that what we've been working toward for the last sixteen years actually came into fruition, and so I was I was appreciative of that. But for the listening audience, if, you are, uh, if you're a parent, you know, if you're a father or mother and you're looking at um, what the next few years of your, your your child's life will look like, I mean, I think it's important to put that, out, that that marker out there and not just put the marker out there, but that marker is for you and everybody involved so that you'll know that that's how much time you have to prepare them to make that decision so that when it's time to leap that they leap. And it doesn't mean that you snatch the rug from under him. Or, or her, because I didn't snatch the rope from under T. It was my invitation for him to make that decision to the choices that he had prevailing for him.
0: Um, and I I wanted to to address. Um, I feel like it's more of I don't know. We're talking more about the concept than the practice. Mm-hmm. So not everybody may have had a get out date. Like me, I had a specific date. I had a get out date. August 11, 2018. Yes, 2018. And not everybody had that, has that. And what I want to harp on is the fact that if you do not have that, you need to create that for yourself. Yes. And the get out date isn't something just reserved for a child growing up, going through school, about to transition into adulthood. Some of y'all adults, and y'all still <laughs> had to get out there. That's true. That's and true. And that's something that you have to decide on for yourself. Some of y'all are still in familiar, familiar situations because I don't know. It's easier. It's comfortable. Where I think it's very crucial for everybody, um, in their life in their lifetime to step out and make decisions to separate themselves for comfort in order to build themselves up with a solid foundation and a stronger foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just about. It might not even just be about your kid. It might be both of y'all.
1: You know, honestly, it might be about a job.
0: You know what I'm saying? True. Like, it, could be a, it could be so many different things. Life, wow. I just watched a video. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see if I can spin this to make this relate. So, life has a way of setting you up to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Low um, to
1: sleep by a lethargic world, that's... that's- that's in another book I wrote. Yeah, a bar. Yeah.
0: I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, So I was just watching an interview. It was like a couple hours ago. It was Dave Chappelle. And he was talking about, he was watching like Animal Planet Discovery Channel, one of those. And he was talking about the Bushman. Not the Bushman, but like a Bushman, like somebody living out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And in the times when water is scarce, how they find water. And they find water by digging a hole and putting salt in it mm-hmm. because apparently baboons are, are like, what's the word for it? They they Draw enjoy them. salt. They Draw on the it. salt? Grave salt? Some, yeah, one of them. It's like a treat to them. They like salt. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is they put the salt in the hole, and then the baboon comes, and they put their hand in the hole, and they grab the salt. Because they're holding onto the salt, their hand's too big to get out. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the hole. So then the bushman comes. They um, free— the baboon from a hole and then they put it in a cage and give it all the salt that it wants to eat and so because the baboon it's gonna wrap around alright you're looking at me like I'm crazy right now Good. and because the baboon eats so much salt it gets thirsty so then what they do is they release the baboon and the first thing the baboon does is run water and they follow the baboon in water oh okay Dave Chappelle was saying in his situation with Comedy Central Dave Chappelle's show and how he left the show um, the start on the money and all that is he felt like in that metaphor, in that analogy, he was the baboon. Where the prize was like the money or the the status, all of that. And so, so many of us, we lack on like, oh, this job sustains me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me grab this salt. Because you could easily get your hand out of the hole if you're Just smart enough go. to let go of the salt. Uh-huh. And so I think one of the things that, which I think is... I won't say it's a huge problem, but I feel like it's a potential problem because I can't speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us, we do things like trans transition from maybe in the house to off to school to to the job, all that on mm-hmm. this path of this safe path, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. scared to lose the salt. Right is okay. what my thing is. Okay, and so even though you may be sustaining yourself, you may be this, you may be that. You might have lost off on some things because you were scared to shake that foundation and that comfort of holding on to the salt, which is the point that I wanted to get to. Uh, I mean,
1: you got there, you got
0: there. And, and, and I I'm, usually do so. Whatever,
1: so yeah, so so <laughs> so. I for me, I'll tell you some things that I've done in my life to help, mm-hmm. right? And so um, early on in my career, I used to do these things, they'd be they, gut checks, I used to call them. We used to do gut checks, reality checks, or whatever you want to do, and mm-hmm. then power move. And so every two to three years, i do a gut check. Or reality check, and i make a power move because for some reason something said in my in my my psyche was after three years you gotta move like mm-hmm. after three years you've maximized or you should have maximized yourself in that certain position um or at a certain job or whatever, and so you need to start looking for looking for more and even as i as i um matured and and started you know, actually working with, with with college students and talking to college students, career prep. One of the things that I tried to help them understand, especially from when I was in my time in corporate, ma- corporate management, realizing you can take a job and when you take a job, they, a, a, a company will hire you a lot of times for um, a position. And that position has a responsibility. This company knew they wanted to do something and you were the right person to come in and do it. The problem with that is, or the, the challenge with that is, is companies change visions every three to five years, Mm -hmm. right? They change, they may not change their full direction, but like they change visions. They change the way they want to attack something or go about something because they got to move with the trends. Trends And so the thing is, I always told people like, and so at at some point, you got to decide whether you want to sell out on yourself to follow the company's vision or you want to sell out on the company to follow your vision. And that's where my whole reality check thing came in. And so it's like constantly realizing that, you know, if I look at myself as being a entity, a conglomerate, something that brings something to the table, I can find endless amounts of opportunity if I'm always true and authentic to myself, right? Yeah. And, and And instead of actually just continue to follow after, you know, what's, you know, the salt, if you put and it that way. because
0: the company, if you no longer fit the vision of the company, they'll easily remove oh, you. Oh, yeah, they'll easily remove you. Yeah, we follow these companies around, changing their vision. It doesn't necessarily... Connect with what we're looking for, but we follow it because we're holding on to the salt.
1: Right, right. So, so that that's the thing I used to do for myself when it came to like jobs or opportunity. Like, just every three, every two, three years, man, it's all about just, just, just that reality check and making a power move. And that that has worked out for me so well. And so that's just one thing I I I, I just put out there. It's always making sure that we set something out there so that we don't get comfortable, so that we don't get lethargic. And the other thing, um, this was whew, I, maybe 10 years ago or so, I don't know, but I went through this point in time at, my, at the latter part of my corporate experience where I was really getting frustrated because I realized that I was putting so much time and effort into building somebody else's millions, right? Because right. like, I always tell people, we've all, we've all made a million dollars in our lifetime, the money just didn't go in our bank account, right? right? And so, like, I just got frustrated because I realized, like, I'm getting up 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning having to go into somebody else's job, but I wouldn't get up at 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock to work on my own dream. And I, I, I came up with this concept, and it was called a vavo shift. It was a vavo shift making your vacation your vocation. And so I, I took myself through a 30-day program of shifting my mentality from being a slave to a job to actually developing a way for myself and 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 spending that time like getting up early in the morning and spending time on myself um on my way to work listening to stuff in the car that would build my my mentality and stuff and 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 on my way home at night doing the same thing making sure that I was putting real time into my own talents and resources to put myself in a different place and that whole thing was about shaking up my comfort zone right because if not, you know, you can get, people will, people will condition you, let's see, what was it? Uh, compensated above your ability to move, is yeah. what I always say. Like, they will compensate you above your ability to move, because they'll pay you just well enough that you don't want to go nowhere, and you don't want to be ambitious. Alright.
0: Um, and so, I don't know, do you have anything else? Nah, that, that's I it. About I about mean, to kind of wrap it up. you got to wrap it up, that's it, yeah. Um. One thing I wanted to say about that, it's not even necessarily that we're talking about Corporate world being bad or nine to five being bad, um, we ain't being beast Simone's out here and all that. No, no. Um, but it's about not only just working for your job, but also making your job work for you. Yeah. Um, being strategic in how you move through life. Um, and yeah, and we've been all over the place throughout this conversation, and I think that just speaks to the fact that the get out date is more than just something for uh somebody turning eighteen or something for somebody right. about to uh, matriculate from childhood to adulthood or that kind of thing. The the get out date is a mentality, it's a mindset. Um something to focus on a mantra, sure if you will. Um uh, have your mind on a get out date um just set for a get out date mindset basically. Here, a get out
1: date mindset. A get out mind, it just having that just having the tease with the bridge, the barriers of the dormitory. Right. Yours could be a new job, uh Another stream of revenue, or going back to school. Right. Yeah, I mean it could be, be whatever place. it is, but just to find one for yourself.
0: Yes. All right. Yes. Bum podcast. Bum podcast.
1: Between you and me. Between you and me. Allah. Allah.